the one-on-one post-game report. Hello, everybody. This is Mac Rosenberg welcoming you to our one-on-one post-game report. I'll be along with all the highlights in a moment after a wild finish in Manhattan. And right now, let's send it back to the guys who called the game, Mike Watts and DJ Sixsmith. Guys. Thank you, Mac, and an outstanding game for Fordham to come away with a victory. Here they go to 3-1, and one, and Columbia falls to 1-1. One and one. They defeated maybe a Maris team that isn't really top tier, and they come away with the win here. Currently, the team is out in front of the far stands, and they are receiving the Liberty Cup trophy. They have just raised it in front of the fans that came out today for this game, and uh, Coach Moorhead currently in the middle of that fiasco. So Kenny Ducey will try to get him momentarily. Is uh, He's currently working on getting a hold of him for our post-game interview. But, DJ, 2013, what was the real key to the game here? Well, just a starter, Mike. For Coach Moorhead in his first year, one of the main goals, beat Columbia, keep the Liberty Cup at home. And for Fordham, it was just such a huge victory. And after everything that this team went through last year to get their third win of the season, you got to credit the offensive line. I mean, they just did their job today. Carlton Kuntz, very close to 300. We'll get you the final stats in just a minute. But he was an absolute beast on the gridiron today. The defense did their job on that fourth down stand. They forced Brackett to go over the line. Yes, he's able to complete the pass for a touchdown. But Fordham's defensive pressure did the job today. And Sean Brackett really struggled out there. And that's why Fordham keeps the Liberty Cup at Rose Hill. And so the Rams do come back with it, and it was sitting in the football office all week. Everyone who walked into the football office got a peek at the Liberty Cup for the third consecutive year. It does come back to Fordham. And for the second consecutive week, the Rams beat an Ivy League opponent, one who has had success over the years, maybe in a bit of a downtime right now, maybe a rebuilding year, but nonetheless beat Cornell last week, beat another Ivy League team in Columbia this week, and, DJ, this is maybe a good sign for the program that they are ready to compete right now. Certainly so. You look historically at Fordham versus the Ivy League. Prior to this season, Mike, 19-48 and 48 all time. This year, 2-0. and 0. So, obviously, now it's 21-48, and 48, but for Coach Moorhead, these are two very good Ivy League teams. We saw Cornell, unbelievable passing attack with Jeff Matthews. This Columbia team, just their second game of the year, a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. A hard-fought victory for Fordham. After losing that game at Villanova in the second half, it was looking a little bit like that. Really didn't have the same look they did in the first half here today in Manhattan. But the defense got the job done. And just when you thought it was all over for Fordham, they came up with the play they needed. That's why they got the W. We're still waiting for Kenny Ducey to get a hold of Rams' first-year head coach, Joe Moorhead, after moving his career coaching record as a head coach up to 3-1. and one. And Fordham coming away with the win here, 2013. You're currently listening to the one-on-one postgame report here on WFUV 90.7 and WFUV.org. And, you know, for Coach Moorhead, you couldn't really ask for a better game here in terms of after all those turnovers, they really did come around. We have Kenny Ducey with Coach down on the field. Kenny. How are you doing, guys? Here with Coach Moorhead. And, Coach, it was a hard-fought victory, but a victory nonetheless. Take us through those final minutes. You know, it, um, certainly uh, you know, our defense did a great job there throughout the game and in the second half uh, getting key stops. Uh, you know, and that's why football is a complimentary game. You know, some days uh, it's going to be the offense carrying the load. Some days it's going to be the defense carrying the load. Uh, our defense did a tremendous job today. And uh, I couldn't be more excited for these kids. Uh, you know, retaining the Liberty Cup, 3-1, and uh, I'm happy for the team for the program. What does it mean to you guys to get that Liberty Cup? 
That means a lot. I mean, we, we challenged the seniors and said that, uh, you know, this will be their last whack at it, so they wanted to keep it in their possession. And for the underclassmen, you know, we have it again in our possession for another year until next year. So, uh, you know, it's two great academic institutions, uh, great football traditions, and it's 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 uh, great for college football, and I'm, I'm excited we were able to win the game. Real quick, you talk about the seniors. Can you talk about the leadership that they brought, especially college coach get a huge day? Yeah, the seniors here and, and all the captains have done a tremendous job. You know, since we first got here as a staff, you know, we wanted to give them ownership of the team, and we talked about being able to win these things. Win games by doing little things, your work ethic, discipline, and uh, you know, the seniors have done a fabulous job. You know, not just today or the season, but but uh, you know, for the past eight months, they've been awesome. Coach, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Kenny, doing a great job for us all day long down on the sideline. Final score here, 2013. The Rams retain the Liberty Cup for the third straight year. Now we send it back to our Rose Hill studios and Mac Rosenberg. Thanks a lot, Mike and DJ. Now uh, we'll get to all the highlights right now. Fordham and Columbia, the 11th annual Liberty Cup in Manhattan, Columbia this year. Fordham looking to get the Liberty Cup back for the third consecutive year. Both teams coming off wins. Uh, the Rams at 2-1 and one beat Cornell last week. The Lions, in their first game, able to sn- uh, slip by Maris. They won 10-9 against Maris last week. So they're 1-0. Both teams, interesting enough, first-year head coaches, Joe Moorhead for Fordham, Pete Manjurian for the Lions. Let's get to it, Fordham and Columbia. And, uh, well, started things off. Fordham, they'd get the ball first, and from the very first play, things not starting very well for the Rams. Stepping into the ball is Eddie, and we are underway. It's a high end-over-end kick to the far side. Creighton catches it the 11, bobbles it down on the ground, catches it the 13, loose again as he picks it up. It's going to be recovered by Columbia at the Fordham 10-yard line, first down and 10. And we're going to bring back in the, the gentleman who called the uh, the action for us this afternoon, Mike Watts, DJ Sixsmith. Guys, uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, really, from from the get-go, Fordham seemed like they were in a hole. What, what was the what was the attitude there? Yeah, that was not the way you want to start a game. I know throughout the week that the coaching staff had really talked about no turnovers. You can't afford to turn the football over and to have it happen there on the first play of the game. And so deep in Fordham territory, really the Rams were lucky that the defense held there. Yeah, certainly were. And, and Mac and Mike, we talked about it. The win's certainly a factor. And then Jared Creighton really hadn't had a lot of touches all season long. So he was late getting over to the football. I thought Brian Wetzel was going to pick it up. But Creighton... He needed to dive in that ball. He didn't. Carlton Kuntz later did the same thing. So the turnovers were huge early on. Luckily, the defense did their job. So Columbia, they'd start at the Fordham 10-yard line, their first drive of the game off that Creighton fumble. A couple of defensive stops by the Rams. Uh, defensive line would lead to third and goal from the sixth. Lions quarterback Sean Brackett would not find, not be able to find his receiver Connor Nulligan in the back of the end zone. It was out of bounds. That would lead to a Luke Eddy, the kicker, coming off of the short field goal. Eddie on to kick a field goal. The ball will be spotted at the 13-yard line. That's where the holder will grab it. That's Louis DeNovo. Snap back. Ball is down. The kick is up. And it is good. Four plays, four yards, three points for Columbia on their opening drive. They led 3-0, 13-38 to go in the first quarter. Teams would then trade punts, and the Rams started their second offensive drive of the game uh, at their, excuse me, their third offensive drive of the game at uh, their own 10-yard line. They needed a spark, guys. They, you know, they, they actually ended up converting on that drive for three first downs, interesting enough, before they even got to midfield. Uh, at that point, it was first and 10 from the 50, and Ryan Higgins uh, would look for a handoff to Carlton Kuntz. Three receivers to the right. This ball down on the ground. It's going to be picked up. Botch snap. It's going to be picked up. Just outside the left tackle, back at the 43-yard line, and it's going to be Thaxton picking it up the cornerback on the blitz. 
And just a botch snap will give the ball back to Columbia again in great field position. So, guys, Fordham, you know, they are, the momentum was already in Columbia's favor after the kickoff. And then finally, you know, the Rams looked like they may have had some signs of life moving up to midfield, and then all of a sudden the turnover. Turnover's a problem in the first half. Yeah, certainly so. And that snap never got off the ground. Chris Watkins, his one blunder of the day. But Fordham early on really didn't have a good grasp on this one. And Columbia... They didn't really take advantage of it. They got a field goal, had a chance for a touchdown, and that's the reason why Fordham was able to have life. And ultimately, they were able to take advantage of it later on in the first half. Took the words right out of my mouth, Mr. Sixsmith, as the Lions took over in Fordham territory. They didn't do a thing, three and out. Ram defense was really great all day long. So Fordham would start at their own seven-yard line, their third offensive drive of the first quarter, and they'd get a monster spark. The second play of the drive, enter Carlton Koontz. Higgins takes... And we'll give this to Coots. He's got a ton of room. 10, 15, 20s out on the far sideline. 40s outrun the safety. 40, 30, nobody in front of him. 10, 5, touchdown. 93 yards. Fordham has taken the lead 6 3 with six minutes to go in the first quarter. And that is the second longest run in Fordham history. Mike, take me through that play because, man, you, you first of all, you sounded absolutely energetic to say the very least on that play. Had me going here in the studio. Just, a, just an amazing run and, and all the momentum going right back to the Rams. Yeah, you could have driven a small tractor trailer through there. I mean, the hole was just massive. And he almost got caught around midfield, and he outran the safety by maybe – two yards the safety actually had a good beat on him and he just went to a different gear and by the time he got to the 10 or the five yard line there was no one within 25 yards carlton really took this game by the horns and really completely altered the perception over on the fordham sideline the start of a 265 yard rushing day for carlton coons extra point up and good from patrick murray so two plays, 93 yards, 7-3 lead for Fordham, six minutes to go in the first quarter. And uh, yet another uh, Fordham stop on defense right away. Their offense now takes over at their own 30, 4-22 to go in the first quarter. And it was all Carlton Kuntz helping the Rams enter Lions territory for just the second time. On first and 10 from the Columbia 18, Mr. Kuntz would look to an old position, that of wide receiver. Play action. Rolling out Higgins under pressure. Now stops, throws it back. Looking near side. Kuntz caught. Touchdown. 18 yards for Coots. He's in on the near sideline of the end zone. And the Rams have taken a 13-3 lead with 1-12 to go in the first quarter. So Coons, uh goes back to his old position, guys. And I think really that it shows his versatility. What, 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 do you, what do you guys have to say about that? Because, you know, obviously we know how well he can run the ball, but showing that he can really do a lot of things on offense. Yeah, the man, Mac, just does it all for this offense. And you said it. Last year he learned the receiver position. And that part of his game really wasn't seen this year until that play. And that's the reason why Columbia's defense wasn't expecting it. Higgins rolled out to the right. All the linebackers went along with him. And then Coons was able to bounce out of the backfield and into the corner of the end zone. A great play call by the Fordham offense. One twelve to go in the opening quarter. 14-3 Fordham. Eight play, 70-yard drive in just over three minutes. So the Lions took over on offense after doing pretty much nothing to this point in the game. Well, that would change on this drive. They'd have a first down from their own 40 following a roughing the passer penalty. Sean Brackett would look for his wide receiver, actually the tight end. It was Hamilton Garner. Trips on the play action, now throws it near side. Garner, tight end out across the 50, 40. He's got one man to beat across the 25, 20, 10, 5. He's in, touchdown. 60 yards to Garner. And right there, the Columbia Lions have struck back. It's 14-9 with 15 seconds to go in the first quarter. 
Three plays, 75 yards, 14-10 Fordham at that point. They get the ball with 11 seconds remaining in the first quarter. And, guys, I want to bring you back for this this next uh, this next series here. This is something else, everybody. Ryan Higgins, okay, Fordham gets the ball. Ryan Higgins going deep for Greg Wilson. He's intercepted by Travis Ream. So Columbia gets the ball back, and they proceed to give it right back to Fordham. But on one of the weirdest plays that we've probably ever seen, an untimed final play of that first quarter. It, it turns out Columbia took a timeout with zero seconds on the clock, if that's even possible, and, and on a handoff, running back Mark Chorus Garrett fumbles the ball. Austin Hancock falls on it for Ford of guys. I, I mean, I credit Mike for, for doing a great job of taking everybody through that because, man, that was a confusing series. <laughs> I, I suppose I should <laughs> go ahead and come clean here because I, I literally said, man, it would be really – Right. It would be crazy if they take this time out. Right. Very anticlimactic <laughs> if they take this time out after a penalty was called on them. That's why the, the quarter was extended. They take a penalty. I talk about how anticlimactic it would be to run the ball. They run it right, and the ball is forced out, and Fordham takes over. I, I, I could not believe it. First of all, how often do you <laughs> see a play run with no time left on the clock, and then you see a turnover? And all, all along, they, Columbia calls a timeout to set up a running play. It, it just made no sense, but you know what? It worked for Fordham, and Mike Martin was able to get the football. So at the end of a quarter, plus one play, Fordham led Columbia 14-10, had the ball off the fumble deep in Lions territory. They were inside the 30-yard line off that fumble, and they get all the way down to the 7-yard line, but Ryan Higgins is sacked twice, and that leads to a field goal try for Patrick Murray, 44 yards out. That was no good. His first uh, miss of the season, 11-21 to go in the second quarter. The two sides once again would trade punts, and with about seven minutes to go before halftime, Columbia would take over, and Sean Brackett would look for his junior running back, Marcoris Garrett, from his own 32. Here comes the give. It's right side. Garrett, huge hole. 40. There is nobody in front of him. Other 40. 30. 20. 10. Brought down by Ian Williams, who came from way behind the play at the five-yard line, but it looks like he may have grabbed the horse collar. Second and goal from the one for Columbia. Man in motion left to right is the tight end, Garner. Play action. Back to throw. Looking. Deep end zone. It is intercepted. Did he have it? He did. Intercepted by Ian Williams in the back of the end zone. Oh, how about that, guys? That was a, an amazing scene of events. Marcoris Garrett breaking a big one, uh, gets all the way down inside the five-yard line. And then, Mike, how about Ian Williams? And really, Mike and DJ, both of you, Ian Williams with an amazing game today. What do you guys have to say about him? Yeah, I'd be honored if he would use those calls as highlight tape because that is exactly what – I mean, it's unbelievable because he came back from the opposite corner of the field and ran down the running back from behind at the five-yard line, forces Columbia to earn the touchdown, and then to top it all off, on second and one, he leaps up, makes the most athletic grab he possibly can – and barely gets one foot down in the back of the end zone. I don't know that how he is, got that foot down. It's classic Ian Williams. The man is a stud back there, Mac. And last year where he was a little bit of a def- defensive liability, this year he's the leader of that secondary. And the fact that he was able to get all the way down just before the goal line to make that tackle, unbelievable heart. And that's the type of effort we saw from everybody on that Fordham defense today. So an absolutely monumental uh, momentum shift for Fordham and Ian Williams. Rams took over with just over five minutes to go in the half, up 14-10. And they'd get moving into Columbia territory, but to no avail, an unnecessary roughness call on first-time starter Mason Holter. 
on that offensive line, forced a Murray punt. And guys, I want to turn it back to you for a quick second here before we move on, uh, because there were some 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 penalties today, and I think really they were on much of the younger players on this team. What what is there to say, you know, about about the freshmen having to learn to you know not make mistakes, especially on the on the lines? Yeah, Mac, that one that you were talking about with Halter. Absolutely a frustration penalty, and it's going to take time for this Fordham team to learn discipline, especially with the way things have gone. A lot of penalties this year, but in the second half, not as many penalties until later in the game, a false start on Dan Light, another young guy. But, Mike, it's going to take some time for these guys to really get accustomed to the flow of the game. And on that play, Halter was just, you know, just wasn't thinking, got tangled up with Olinger and reacted. Yeah, and that said, I can guarantee you, Mason Halter doesn't commit that penalty two weeks in a row. He learned it, hopefully. Same way I think maybe Ian Williams a few weeks ago at Villanova learned from his penalty. So a couple of maybe unnecessary roughness calls that have been called here the last couple weeks. If the Rams learn that now and manage to come away with wins out of it, you'll be much better later in the season. So Columbia gets the ball back. They work their way into Ram territory, and uh, they work their way all the way inside the 10-yard line. A couple of nice pass plays from Sean Brackett, and then they would get the field goal, chip shot field goal, 24 yards from Luke Eddy. So 14-13 Rams, 30 seconds to go in the first half, and you think, guys, Okay, just sit on the ball and head out to the locker room with a, a one-point lead. But now the Rams get the ball back. couple of first downs. They stop the clock all the way down to the Columbia 25-yard line. And from there, it was Patrick Murray on for the three-point try. Five seconds to go before the half. Five seconds to go in the second quarter. Snap back, ball down, kick is up. It is end over end, and it is good. And uh, Murray with the field goal there. So 17-13 Rams at the half. What can you guys say? I mean, I I personally thought 30 seconds to go, they're getting the ball back. There is no way that they really try anything here. What do you guys have to say about the ability? I I heard you saying it, DJ. It's not the two-minute offense. It's now the 30-second offense, and they executed it to a T. Yeah, DJ, go ahead and admit it. You thought they were going to take it. I thought Uh they were just going to take it. A lot of us did. They Uh proved me wrong. After three turnovers, I thought, okay, Fordham, get out of here with the lead. But you know what? That's the Coach Moorhead philosophy. Let's try and see what happens. They ran a draw play with Coons. That opened it up. A short play to light. And they proved me wrong. And you know what? I'm, I'm happy for them because they got that <laughs> extra field goal, which was certainly critical later on in the game. Without question. So 42-yarder from Murray, 17-13 Rams at the half. And into the second half we go. Columbia would get the ball to start. And unlike the start of the first half, start of the second half would feature an offensive spark for the Lions, a 20-yard completion on the first play. The tight end, Hamilton Garner, got the blue and white up to the 45-yard line. They worked their way into Ram territory, down all the way to the 29. And the Ram tough defense, led by, as we talked about earlier, Ian Williams, they would make sure they didn't get much farther. Luke Eddy came on for a 45-yard field goal try, just over 11 minutes to go in the third. Snap back. The ball is down. It is up. It is end over end. It is no good wide left. So the Rams are able to hold up here with 11 minutes to go in the third quarter. They'll get the ball back in their own territory with that four-point lead. So Columbia comes up empty. Rams would take over at their own 28, leading 17-13. Right back to Carlton Kuntz they went. A couple of runs through the middle got the Rams up near midfield into Lions territory to the Columbia 47. However, the Rams... Didn't, uh, they really could not fight the turnover bug on a second and seven from the 44. Coons stands next to Higgins in the shotgun on second down and seven. Ball's lost by Higgins. It's going to be jumped on in the backfield. He was hit. And it is indeed picked up by Columbia. So the Lions got it right back. Just over eight minutes left in the third. And in no time would be faced with a fourth down and three from the Fordham, uh, uh, from in, inside. They were inside Fordham territory. 
and uh, Brackett threw incomplete, and the Rams would take over on down. Still up 17-13, 6-16 now to go in the third quarter, and the Rams and Lions once again would trade punts, a defensive third quarter overall. Uh, it remains 17-13 Rams with 4:21 to go uh, as Fordham got the ball back inside their own 30. They'd get up near midfield, and once again, uh, the drive stalled from there with 1:39 to go in the third quarter. Guys, I want to talk about this third quarter because really, both sides just seemingly trading uh, punts all throughout the third quarter. Really no offense at all. Yeah, both sides are very even in the third quarter, Mac. And both defenses really up to the task for Fordham. They forced Sean Brackett into very precarious situations. Wasn't comfortable in the pocket. And then on the other side, Ryan Higgins, as case in point with that fumble he had, really never had enough time to throw the football. So both defenses in the third quarter really got the job done. Both teams really in need of some points, and uh, Columbia, they got the ball right back, and they did absolutely nothing. Uh, a bad punt, however, gave the Rams some really good field position. They got it at the 41-yard line of Columbia. They were still up 17-14, uh, and they they obviously needed some sort of a conversion to try to get down into the end zone. They couldn't get one, so they're inside the Columbia 40, and on came Patrick Murray for his third field goal attempt of the game, this time from 51 yards out. Snap back. Ball is down. The kick is a low-line drive. It is good. Another 50-plus-yard field goal for Patrick Murray. And this time he will make it a 20-13 game for Fordham. And that was actually early on in the fourth quarter. So Fordham leading 20-13, to 13, 13 minutes to go in regulation. And, Mike, on that call, it certainly did not sound like that kick was going to go, but it got in. It's a low-line drive, and it, it did look like it had some pretty good distance. I think he was trying to keep it from catching too much air because of the wind that was whipping around um, earlier in the game. But, I mean, all the credit to Patrick Murray's the Swiss Army knife of special teams. It's unbelievable. He does it all in another, his third of the season, 50-plus yard field goal after coming into this year with none in his career. So Columbia, another offensive drive. Rams defense continuing their dominance, forcing another punt. Mike Martin laid a menacing hit on Isaiah Gross, a wide receiver on third and eight from the Lions, 41, just over 10 minutes left in the game. Uh, guys, how important was the defense in this game? Is it something we haven't really touched on a whole lot? We did with Ian Williams, but really the secondary and, of course, the linebacks having a great game. Yeah, it was huge, Mac, especially because of the fact that Jordan Chapman goes down with an injury. He's on crutches. Rob Palmer steps up. Although they picked a lot on him in, in late in that game, he really made some big tackles. And, of course, you talked about it. That hit Mike Martin had, I mean, we could hear it from the press box here. Huge hit, and he was just so critical. Yeah, and the windows game. were closed. Hey, we, we have one it. window <laughs> One open. window open, and you could hear the crack of the pads. <laughs> so the Rams uh, would take over. They could not uh, get a conversion, so they would punt columbia they finally got back their offense a couple of big rushes from marcoris garrett uh they had a huge completion to lewis de novo and columbia just like that is at the fordham 14 yard line about five minutes to go and on a second down from the 15 yard line pretty much the turning point of this game fordham defense putting a dent in the lions hopes and the rams have the football 453 to go in the fourth quarter and if the booze don't tell you a questionable call in the mind of columbia fans and the Rams come away with the football, a huge defensive stop from Mike Martin, and the Rams take over possession inside their own 15. So that under five minutes to go in the game, and Alec Fisher uh, fumbles the ball on the handoff after a lot of uncertainty uh, following that play. Guys, what did you see? Because it, it certainly was not easy to make a judgment on that play. 
Well, and I'll go ahead and say, when I initially saw it, I thought he went down, and then DJ pointed at Mike Martin, who was sprinting down the field. And here's what happened. Fisher has the ball. He goes into a pile, and just before that knee hits the ground, Martin comes out of nowhere, rips the ball free, and then what was really important is that he started running down the sideline. It was only about five or six yards, but that signaled to the referees, not only did he clearly get the ball, but he was also trying to get it over, get some yardage for Fordham. So that little action there was huge for Martin, and that was one of the two big calls in this game. Yeah, and Kenny down on the sideline saw that the referees thought that the uh, the forward progress had stopped. That was not the case, and he kept running, and there's the fumble. So Columbia gets uh, a huge, crucial defensive stop, believe it or not. They get the ball right back. Chance to tie this game under four minutes to go in regulation. Fordham led 2013, and the Lions, again, with a chance to tie this up. They'd start off off the punt at their own 45 and as they did all day long, Fordham defense gave some major trouble to quarterback Sean Brackett. A couple of pass plays broken up to force fourth down and 10 from the 45. Brackett's last gasp to make a play, and he did. He completed it to Isaiah Gross, a gain of 15, uh, 16 yards. Columbia, they would get moving from there. They advanced all the way inside Fordham territory. Be third down and 14 after a three-yard loss. Brackett threw incomplete with a minute and a half to go. That forced a fourth down and long. Three receiver set for Brackett. He has Garrett on his right. Bracket drops back. He's looking under pressure. Almost brought down. Now he runs forward with it across the 30. Throws it right end zone. It is caught. Touchdown. It is caught near end zone. Indeed, it is a touchdown. Mark Horace Garrett, but there is a flag down in the backfield. Could it be a hold? Is or, it, or is it, it possible that Bracket ran over the line when he threw that ball? It was dangerously close. And it was very close, and indeed that was the call, and an amazing play. Bracket under all kinds of pressure, able to get that ball off. He was ahead of the line of scrimmage, penalty there. And so from there, Fordham gets the ball right back and runs down the clock. They move to 3-1 and one on the season. Guys, thanks so much uh, for the call today, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Once again, the final score of today's game in the 11th Annual Liberty Cup, Fordham 20 and Columbia 13, the executive producer. Fordham football is Bob Aaron's producer of today's game has been Kevin Sutcliffe. Field engineer producer has been Eric Mallo. Our studio engineer has been Sean Mercer, and our next football broadcast will be Saturday, September 29th, when the Rams open their Patriot League season at Goodman Stadium in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, against the defending champion Lehigh Mountain Hawks. Kickoff is at 12.30 with the one-on-one pregame report coming your way at 12.20 on both 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. Until those times, from Mike Watts and DJ Sixsmith, Kenny Ducey on the sidelines, Bobby Gubin with the updates, highlight producer Nick Legerfo, and highlight editors Matt Morrow and Kevin Kelly. This is Mac Rosenberg. Please stay tuned for Mixed Bag with Don McGee right after the latest WFUV national and local news headlines. Have a good evening, everybody. Fordham Rams football is a production of WFUV Sports.